Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Tom Brady retires. Uh, I guess this is now Tom Brady official. Tom Brady retirement day. It becomes a national holiday each year on February 1st. Tom Brady decides it's time to retire. So you wonder if next year he retires from TV. Like what, you know, whatever. So this, he retires. It sounded like he means it. It's for real. And all I said was when you look at his career accomplishments, it is pretty amazing. When you think about everything that he's done, the seven Super Bowl championships, five time Super Bowl MVP, 10 appearances, like 300 yards passing on average in Super Bowl performances. Ridiculous. 251 and 82. That's nuts. 251 and 82 in his career. 35 and 13 in the playoffs. Played in a Super Bowl in each of three different decades. Nobody's ever done that. Started as quarterback and won a Super Bowl in both conferences. Nobody's done that. So you had all these athletes, all these great things. And then when you look at it, you're like, he only won MVP three times. He was all pro three times in 23 years. And it's like, so you had Manning, you have Rodgers, Far, like, like you have all these different players that were in his era. And you say to yourself, Brady is considered unanimously as the greatest of all time. Yes, Bart? Greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. And all I said was simply this. He was never the best quarterback in the league 20 out of his 23 years. He won a lot. He was in a great situation. So what I said earlier in the show, and I say it again, if you drew a line and at one end of the line you wrote Michael Jordan and at the other end of the line you wrote Derek Jeter, Brady would be closer to the Derek Jeter side of the line than he would be Michael Jordan. And that is not a slight. That is not disrespect. That is reality. Great situation. Long-term consistency in coaching and leadership came up at the right time, won a ton, and in the biggest moments, had the biggest moments. But was he ever the best at his position year in and year out? No. He was just one of the best, but he was the best winner. And that's how we judge people these days. That's all I had to say about that. It's hour number three, though, Bart Scott. Oh, so let the people know what that means before we get to the calls. Mm, this is the time before we open up the lines, and y'all better bring it. 800-919-3776. Because we open the lines up right now, this ain't no shucking and jiving segment. No. This is the official. What is it? Power hour, 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 hour. And the gong <laughs> lets you know it's hunt. real. See, and everybody out there that try and do that, they know how painful it is. But I do that for you. It's like <laughs> self-mutilation, self-pain. All right. I need Manuka honey and, and, and lemon. <laughs> Before we get to the calls, so yesterday uh, the NFL, I saw a, a tweet from Albert Breer, right? The, the NFL told their the teams what the franchise tags would be at each position. And the franchise tag for running back 
is ten million dollars. Now this is this is of course yeah, but this is of course now 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 this is not the this is the non guaranteed. So basically, the Giants could at worst get Saquon Barkley for next year at just ten million dollars, or another team could sign him and they can get two first round picks. So Bart, is it not just the obvious thing to oh, do? Did you say two first round picks? Yeah, that's that's how this works. Man, ain't nobody signed no damn Saquon Barkley for no two first well, round picks. That's what I mean. Yeah. They so you have can have Saquon Barkley for ten million bucks. Yeah, what I'm saying is, don't they have the exclusive and non-exclusive? It's a non-exclusive. That's what I mean. It's the, the non-exclusive. The non Yeah, the non-exclusive allows other teams to sign him. And so, you know, that's what you're giving up if 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 you end up signing him, and then the Giants don't get him because the Giants can match it. They could if they want, but they don't have to. What what team is going to make the Giants pay the luxury tax by just sending submitting a offer sheet to to them for that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm asking you. You're the football expert. I well, see saying, ten million dollars for Saquon no, Barkley, and I feel like that's probably a good yeah, price. Yeah, nobody. Even though it's only that. one year, it's yeah, a good nobody's price. Gonna do, nobody's going to do that. Hey, you risk it, but if you risk it, so what? Then he There's goes. No, no, what I'm saying is nobody's going to do that. So you put the tag on him. That's, that's what I'm fine, saying. Because you can match. Nobody's nobody's going to do that, right? Right. I think you, know, you already say that they offered him reportedly a a two year, uh, what a twelve million per uh, wow. contract, which is really about the same as uh, Aaron Jones. So you think about guys like Zeke and McCaffrey, I think they're mm-hmm. more at like 13, 15. You, th- you would think that with the salary cap going up that he can that, that number could go up. But that's a relatively low number for running backs. You well, I'll I mean? tell you what. The quarterback one is the other one. Now, again, this is, this is the um, – say it again. The, the, the non uh, – The non-exclusive. The, the non-exclusive, right. So the quarterback number for this is 32-4. That's cheap. Isn't it? Now again, you still risk. It, no, no, it could, it no, could you, change. It could change. You still risk, obviously, a team signing him because it is I don't, not exclusive. I w- what I would want to know the exclusive number must be much bigger. It, it must yeah. be in the forties. Because, because what I would wonder is once Joe Burrow get this extension immediately, and once Jalen Hurts gets this extension, mm. what does that do to the numbers? That I don't know. You're the one and that's supposed to know that, these things. What, what I'm saying is, does that do something to the number next year or this year? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, you're supposed to know this. So, yeah, well, Eli Manning. I'm supposed to know that. That's true. Eli Manning told Jordan Renan how uh, proud he is of Daniel Jones. Yeah, way to go. Earlier this week, this this story came out. Um, proud daddy. Really, he really felt like he played really well in the fourth quarters. That's the stuff that matters the most. And how he was able to pick up the new offense with Brian Dayball and, and, and uh, Matt Ka- Mike uh, Kafka. And... He said this, I hope he gets rewarded for that. I hope he's the quarterback for the Giants for a long time. I imagine that the Daniel Jones situation is probably going to just get done pretty pretty easily. I can't I can't think that this is going to be a difficult negotiation. I'm just curious to see like you said if Jones tries to like if he has another team that would be willing to get involved in negotiations and have some leverage or does he look at knowing, okay, we need pieces, and if I take something right now, and then you know more of a prove-it contract, right? Because I don't know if he's going to get – he's not getting the Quan right now. Yeah, but you look at you look at right now, right? You hear that, oh, well, um, 
Dak Prescott is eligible and they're willing to yeah. listen to an extension, that lets you know that Dak deal was kind of like a funny money deal. Mm-hmm. They don't have to. But they still got opportunity to get out of it in two years. And that's what yeah. you anticipate when you think about when you think about um, Daniel Jones. Yeah. It's yeah, basically it, punting do down Do a deal the like field. that? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's punting down the field and saying, okay, let's see what he can do when we get some good receivers. Let's see how yeah. far we can go because you're going to be chasing the Eagles. You're going to be chasing Dallas because uh, that's just reality. And who knows what happens if – you know, the commanders get a guy like Jimmy G. And how yep. does that change there? Because they have better receivers. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, better. Now they got um, to sign Payne, right, because, you know, that great defensive line yep. defensive line is, is about to go. Yeah. Um, so it would be interesting. But let's get to the callers, man. You no, know, we, we will. We will. One we more thing. Just stuff. one more one more, one more. more piece of information here is you mentioned the Cowboys and Dak. Uh, Jerry Jones finally spoke. Oh, he's alive. He did say, now remember, the Senior Bowl stuff going on. Uh, <laughs> Jerry he, Jones reminds me, before you start, Jerry Jones reminds me of that commercial with the lizard that's laying on his back. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they start texting. He texted like, it. They uh, say yeah. that he dead. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. like the iPhone, the unsend, new unsend. Uh, just perks up. That, that's been Jerry Jones so, ever since they lost. Well, think about <laughs> it's it. It's been frozen. Jerry Jones speaks now. Why? Sean Payton is now going to be the head coach of the Denver Broncos, right? So that that's done. And then uh, and um, and so Mike McCarthy is obviously staying as the head coach. They move on from Kellen Moore. Jerry Jones is now telling the world that Mike McCarthy will be the primary play caller now for the offense. So that now is is happening in Dallas, and that'll be something very interesting to watch. Is you know was Dak's issues this year based more on Kellen Moore or or not? Well, we'll find out this season because it's now Mike McCarthy's turn to to call plays, and how will he handle that offense there in Dallas? So there's some news there. Um, D'Amico Ryan's gets the Texans job, which you tried to tell him not to, but that's hit, that that was home for him. He was one of the leaders there. And when they were actually were good, and they had a great defense with him and, and JJ and everything else, so he's now the head coach there. We'll see if they can turn things around. They got a very high draft pick. They can get a a quarterback in there and develop and try to turn that that situation around. So that's the story going around the NFL. But we have calls. People really want to talk about what happened last night at the Garden. LeBron goes off for a triple double. Julius Randle has a chance to win it at the end of regulation. Doesn't get the shot off. Jalen Brunson has a great game right before they're ready to name the reserves. For the All-Star team, we found out tomorrow night, but the Knicks lose yet another game at home. 800-919-3776. Let's, uh, let's go to Josh in Brooklyn to start us off. What's up, Josh? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good. Um, so I'm kind of really – I'm not one of the, 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 the Knicks fans that tends to keep dwelling on the past about the missed trades or things like that, but I'm really disappointed in R.J., um, he just doesn't seem to have that it factor to him or, like, the aggression to him. And he seems to, like, when he's in that starting lineup, he seems to just really just disappear, you know? And it's really I, – I, I, don't, I, I don't understand, like, why I, – well, I understand why he's not playing, but then you really r- realize that they really missed a big opportunity because he was the main piece during the summer, I believe, of yes. of getting him of getting uh, Donovan Mitchell. Right, and now you're not really he's not effective at all. Yeah, and, it, and, it's, it's and like you I wonder, Josh. No, no, I get what you're saying. You, what you wonder 
is how much of it is that now he's got two alphas to deal with and he's sort of getting lost as a young player, getting lost in that mix and doesn't really know how to, you know, how to fit in with Brunson who needs the ball a lot and Randall needs the ball a lot. So, you know, a, a lot of those factors, but yeah, I mean, when you keep them and pay them and then you don't get production out of them right away, people are going to say you made a mistake. You shouldn't have kept them. That's, I think that's fair for a lot of people to, to say that. Felix in the Bronx. Good, Felix. Hey, guys, how you doing? Listen, I was want to come in on the Knicks and, and a little bit about the Jets. Um, the thing with with the Knicks is they start playing in the fourth quarter. They just stop. They play three quarters, and then their defense is awful, man. That defense is awful. And Randall, he hasn't seen a shot that he don't like yet. This guy takes a shot from the benches. I wish he would take his – you know what, Felix? I wish he would take a shot instead of letting the clock run out. That would have been great. Tito in Staten Island. Tito. Alan, how are you? Good afternoon. Bart, good. good afternoon. Alan, first things first, I've been following you since your days at Newsday when you were a writer. So I love what you do. I love what you bring to the table. You, uh, Wally, Monica, Bill, I watch you guys all day long. So I respect a lot of your opinions. But, Alan, we, ha- we have to be you know critical when times are critical. This team is losing basketball games because they're poorly coached. They are so poorly coached during the last five minutes of stretches Clock management on games, no uh, bad possessions. I mean, do you ever call a play besides an ISO Randall in the last ten seconds or ISO JB? Why not try? Why not try RJ going to the basket? Or why not try a clear out for IQ? These guys can score also. They can put the ball in the basket. It's not just JB and Randall. This team has guys that can put the ball in the bucket. You know, enough is enough. This coach is killing our team. We have lost so many games down the stretch because of poor coaching. I mean, there comes a time where Leon Rose and Allen Houston and management needs to hold Tibbs accountable. I mean, stop getting, Leon needs to get off his couch and, you know, speak to the media, speak to their fans, because we're the ones that are suffering. We're the ones that come to the garden. We're the ones that love the team. And you know what? And the coach is absolutely bringing this team down. You know, Randall gets away with murder. And I love Randall, but he gets away with murder. He know he can do anything. He's God. You know, hold guys accountable. You're talking about holding people accountable. Hold him accountable, too. He does take stupid shots at times. But I got to give him credit where credit is due. He has bust his butt this year. You know what I mean? He deserves to be an all-star. Hey, Tito, I I, 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 well, I I appreciate the emotion because you went on a different, you went a couple of ranges of emotion there where you, you're you're mad at Randall, but then you you appreciate Randall and uh, look, the coach is always going to when you have a play like that to end a game, everybody looks right to the coach going, what the hell did you write on the board? There's no way that could have been what you wanted, right? And then he says after the game, well, we had three options, and I'm thinking you had four seconds left. There really wasn't a lot of options going on there. He put his faith in the player to go one-on-one and make a play with four seconds to go, and the player didn't make a good play, and LeBron James made an amazing – I mean, you have to admit, that instinctual, amazing defensive play to completely shut that down. They didn't even get this shot off. So, yeah, you're going to look at the coach and go, what was that? Because you're the one that called that play. Desmond in Long Island, Desmond. Hey, guys, how you doing? You know, that last caller kind of stole my thunder. Why do you come out of the, the timeout? Brunson was playing a good game. Why yeah. do you come out and hand the ball to Randall? Right. 
to Randall, who always, man, I mean, he makes the dumbest plays, man. His fundamentals stink. And, and just like the walk, I don't understand it. Oh, the travel call when he caught it? Yeah, but, but, he, but they had the break, and he had it. And instead of just, like, stopping, he tried to do, like, a little, like, hop over. And rest, you had to give Westbrook credit for running at him to create that. So, yeah, they call it – that was a critical travel. And that's another one where you just – how many times – you know, Desmond, it's great that you bring that up because I always say this. your point guard. Yeah, but how many times – but sometimes you want to get the ball up fast and not let the defense, defense get set. But I'm just saying this. How many times have you watched the Knicks in the last three years and just face palm? Like everybody, that's yeah. a, such a cliche thing where you're like, uh, you know, oh, I face palm, but you don't really actually slap yourself in the face with your palm. I literally have watched this team play, and there have been many times where I find myself just completely in a full face palm. Like, what the hell am I? Wa-? That's just what this team has become, and a lot of it is Randall's greatness at times, and then at other times. You are just left speechless at the decision-making. And, Desmond, that's one of them. And as we talk about Tom Brady and how great he's been in the greatest moments, he doesn't necessarily have to be the best quarterback of his career. During his generation, he only three times was the best the best player of in the game. But, yeah, we consider him the best player of all time. But it's because in the biggest moments, how many times did you face palm when you watched Tom Brady play in a clutch moment? How many times? Every blue moon. Rare. Usually it was somebody else that screwed up, right? Usually it was someone else that didn't make the catch <laughs> or whatever Walker, it was. Wes Walker. Yeah, right? Like <laughs> that's usually what. and catch it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, that, remember, remember that line? Bad, bad ball time. That, <laughs> right. So that's the difference, though, in greatness among players. We continue with the calls. Nick and center H. Go ahead, Nick. What's going on, guys? Um, I just think these last few callers are being a little uh, little dramatic with the coaches because a couple of years ago when the Knicks were fourth seed, everybody was saying, oh, Tibbs is the best coach in the in the East right now. He deserves all this, all that. Oh, he's made them. Hey, I will Nick, argue, hey, Nick. Hey, so, you, so you say the past callers I, – I, I, I'm sorry, my ears were stopped up. Emotion. You said the last callers have been a little what? A little dramatic. Dramatic. Okay, yeah. and, and you're about to call and talk about what? I'm going to call and say there's six teams ahead of the Knicks. Which team are they better than talent-wise? Why is everybody in a, in, a, in a fuss about why the Knicks are stuck right now? They're not better than the Celtics. They're not better than the Bucks. They're not mm-hmm. better than the Sixers. Mm-hmm. The Nets, the Cavs, or the Heat. They're right. not better than any of those teams and talent-wise. The Heat, and the, yeah, that, you're absolutely right. They are right where they belong, but fans money. see close losses. See, Nick, I, I do think, though, fans see close yeah. losses and think we should have won the game. And that's fair. You're supposed to think that. But in the yeah, end, definitely. you lose a game in the NBA. See, I think you lose a game in football because of coaching. I think you lose a game in the definitely. NBA because of talent. That's what I definitely, think. Definitely, but it's different. But like, it, it's not really. Look at this team compared to the team a couple years ago when they were the fourth seed. Who's really different? Derrick Rose played. I get that. They had Todd Gibson, which which really isn't that much better. So no, the East was worse. Really, you could argue the yeah, East was worse. Was. That's, yeah, that's what it was. The East was worse. But, yeah. I mean, all these teams that are ahead of the Knicks are better than them, and the teams that are below the Knicks, the Knicks are better than them. So everybody has to kind of be, be – uh, But we don't want to. to agreement that – yeah, yeah I guess I, that's what it is. That's New I, York for you, I guess. I'll tell you what, though, Nick, and thanks for the call. The problem is, though, is that we are expecting more, we're demanding more, and 
Me personally, like I said, I'm just I'm tired of I le- I didn't go to the game last night by choice. I was there and I left because I looked around and this wasn't a wow, this is a gr- this will be a great event. The Knicks got star power, the Lakers come in with LeBron. Like I remember being at games where we weren't doing the games, but I went because it's like the Heat came in with Wade and LeBron, and there's Amari and Melo. And it's like, man, this is going to be a fight. I love this. Like, because you love to see that. But you you don't get that. Saturday night at Barclays, you had all these fans, Nick fans, Nets fans. It was supposed to be a big rivalry. And it just didn't have that feel because you don't, it's only going to have the feel of a big event when both sides have got stars, when both sides are bringing something to the table. Last night was a spectacle. It was missing that. And I think we're just kind of, like, I think. You look at the Knicks and you're just waiting for the day that they come back to having some stars on the on the court. That that I think is what is going on here. And so you're frustrated. Close losses and everything. You don't want to accept the fact that seventh, that's pretty much what they are. It's what Vegas told you they were going to be. 500 team. They're two over 500 right now. How do they get better? I don't know, but there's no stars. None available so start right trading now. people. Damn. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. So, Bart, as Tom Brady retires today, makes it official, we had a caller who actually had a great point in the last hour when he said, Aaron Rodgers is definitely not retiring because he has left that door open whether or not he wants to play or if he's going to play in Green Bay or go somewhere else. And the caller's like, because the last thing Rodgers wants is to be in the same Hall of Fame class as Tom Brady because we all know in Canton, Brady will be the celebrated one and he will have to play second fiddle and he didn't want to do that. I thought that was kind of funny. But Rodgers is still mulling things over. So he was on McAfee yesterday. It was after our show that all this stuff came out. And he was talking about the decision 
whether or not he wants to play and if it's still kind of weighing on his mind. I wouldn't say weighing heavy. I don't think that's the right description of it. I would say when you've played as long as I have and you like to recap each week, you know, the things that happened and you enjoy journaling and different things, I think it's important to look at the tone of those things and, and where your mind is, you know, when you get away from it, you know, because that's you have to get away from the emotion of it. And that's why I always think I can't make a decision until after the Super Bowl at the earliest because there's still football going on. All right, so he doesn't want to make a decision about it till after football, but do you think Brady's decision today to retire will have any impact on Aaron Rodgers and whether or not he wants to retire or continue playing? You know what? I, I don't I, I think Aaron Rodgers already decided in his head that he was going to continue to play. He doesn't want to go out that way, not throwing for over 300 yards. I believe that you know, he wants to figure out his next play. And you know, it was it was a nice beautiful story to tell you think about Brett Favre didn't come and start and leave in his own in, in the same uniform in the Packers. Eli Manning's the only one who did it. You think about Ben Roethlisberger, even guys like Philip Rivers. And then I think people put too much put too much in it. It's almost like what Dame Lillard is trying to do. It's it's admirable staying with one franchise. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. admirable, but it's not smart, right? It's not smart, especially when you realize the organization can't put a championship caliber team around you. And I think you know. That's what Aaron Rodgers is realizing. Everybody around me and all the teams are in their window. My window has come and closed, and because I don't have to be Vontae Adams, I don't have what I need to be able to be special, right, because he has to recognize. Like you heard them yesterday talk about LeBron James and how LeBron James had to, um, you know, recognize that he has to score differently because he's losing some of his athleticism, right? He's still explosive and powerful and all that stuff, but it's athleticism, which is different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, this short area of quickness, being able to make people move and get away from them, right? And he recognizes that. And I think Aaron Rodgers is recognizing that. And he doesn't need the help that Peyton Manning needed late in his career. He doesn't even need the help that Tom Brady needed. He just needs more help. And where it can't be all about him making everybody else special. Like right now, Patrick Mahomes can make anybody special, right? He's making Valdez Scanley, who Aaron Rodgers got rid of and who was in Aaron Rodgers' doghouse, look special, Right? Do look at superstar last week. Like it's true. Aaron Rodgers can't do that anymore. Or or not on a consistent basis. He needs people with football acumen that can keep up with his football acumen. So or you gotta have crazy, crazy talent. So to me, I think he's recognizing that and saying, you know what? I don't want to go out like this and people are gonna keep saying this about me. Let me go out and get my dub. Same reason Tom Brady said, listen, they I've been giving back money for years. And what they're giving me back and spending my money on is not good enough for me to win. In so New I'm England. out. So yeah. I'm out. Yeah. And I think, that's, I think that's the epiphany. And if Aaron Rodgers is smart, he'll reach out to Tom Brady and ask Tom Brady what went into his decision to move on. And I think it would hmm. be great. They had a little golfing thing together. So yep. I know that they're probably cool with each other, got each other's phone number. Yeah. He's going to call and congratulate him. But while you call and congratulate him, let him spit some knowledge to you too. Well, with that in mind, you know, it's always about does he stay in Green Bay or does he move on to somewhere else? He said that's up to them. And then, of course, in McAfee's show, when he was asked about, you know, have there been any discussions, he said no, but clearly they're talking about it because of the reports. Again, Adam Schefter, who has a couple of times now said that the belief around the league is that they would be willing to move on from him. And one of the teams that's very much obviously interested and would be all in is the New York Jets. So... The Jets, then they hire for the offensive coordinator to replace Mike LaFleur, Nathaniel Hackett, who might have been a disaster in Denver as a head coach, but 
He had great success with Rodgers as an offense coordinator in Green Bay. Rodgers was a two-time MVP with Nathaniel Hackett with him calling the plays, of course, along with um, Matt LaFleur as the head coach. But Rodgers on McAfee was then asked about Nathaniel Hackett and what he thought of him as a coach, as a friend, and everything else. And he spoke glowingly. We all have certain coaches that have meant a lot to us over the years and have created those really special rooms to play in, special feelings on game day, made the weeks better. Obviously, Nathaniel's one of those guys. I would say there's been a handful of coaches over the years who've been just on another different level. You know, guys who you just kind of bonded with more than other guys. And it's not a shot at any, any other coach you've played with. It's just humans. Just like with teammates. Some guys you really you love and some guys you love and you spend more time with them off the field. So that, if you're the Jets, has to sound good to you because now it just adds one more feather in your cap when it comes to trying to make the overtures for getting him because you could make a deal with the Packers, but you obviously want Aaron Rodgers to say, yeah, I'll go play there. Yeah, I like what you've got. I'll go do that. So you got to have that. So if you have somebody that he just spoke about that way as the offense coordinator, the guy he's going to be working with on a daily basis – that's only one more reason to believe and have optimism that you can actually get this done and he could be under center for you next season. Yeah. I mean, right now you're leaning on Hackett. Like, you're supposed to be World Wide West, bro. You got to get up here. You got to get <laughs> you, So you want Hackett to be out there recruiting yeah, at this I, point, I right? I need him talking to hey, 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 Aaron. Let's take over New York, baby. Yo, let's take over New York. Let, hey, A-Rod, let's take over New York. It is prime and red. Let me tell you, man, they got pieces. Oh, they got pieces. Guess what? We can bring Tunyon. We can bring Mercedes Lewis. We're going to make sure that them edges is protected for you, baby. And when we win in New York, oh, they're going to give us a blank check, a key to the city. Listen, if the Giants win, it, it'll be okay. Well, this is a proud franchise doing it. If the Jets win. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I mean. I don't think – like, like look, look, Brady retires – with the legacy of being the greatest to ever do it. Everybody is saying it. No one's denying it. And maybe at one point Patrick Mahomes can work his way into the conversation if he can have enough longevity and, and win, which is obviously the, the hardest part, the, the health part, the winning part. And Andy Reid is certainly not going to be there for the next 20 years like Belichick was with Brady uh, in New England. So there's a lot of factors there. Joe Burrow, at least maybe Zach Taylor's young enough that, that they could be together for a long time, head coach and quarterback. We'll see. But in the meantime, Brady is who everybody unanimously believes is the greatest football player in the history of the sport. Aaron Rodgers has more MVPs. Aaron Rodgers, you could argue, is a better quarterback just technically, physically, all those things. But he will never ever at this stage of his career do anything to come close to where Tom Brady is right in the pantheon of all-time greats who, who, who's the great? so mm-hmm. I'm sorry no, no I'm saying so with that in mind you've got to think of other things that he could do that could make people say wow yeah. wait a minute like who, Brady did all that but he didn't do this you know the, it's who? like the it's like the LeBron MJ thing Michael Jordan played for the Bulls won all championships there did all these things as a bull there was nothing LeBron could do in Cleveland, right? Like, he had to do what he did. He had to go to Miami, win a couple of championships. He had to go back home and win that championship. Then he won it with the Lakers. Then he got three with three. Like, he's done some things that he could argue, so Jordan might have done this, but I did it with I, three different franchises. I, 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 I did put, all this. I'll put it like this. Who's the greatest baseball 
uh, executive of all times. Executive? Like, yeah, yeah, executive. I don't know. Michael okay, K would let, know that. Let, let's just say it's, so, it's somebody that's done it a lot, right? It's like, oh, man, they won a lot of championships. Rather, it's the dude that was over in, with the Giants and they won. They had their run. Rather, somebody in the 80s, right? All that stuff that they did, right? It's somebody out there that's the greatest. <laughs> what Epstein did with the Cubs. Oh, I see what you're doing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. What he did with them puts him as the greatest of all time. Even though he, the numbers may not add up. Well, the you got to start with, start with this, with, though. Wait, wait. It's start with this. What Theo did with the Red Sox. Right. And then with the Cubs. Right. He's the curse that, killer. That, was, that puts the it. The curse killer. Even though that's just two. Now, again, there were a couple of titles. But I'm saying. But still, because it's just two. He's the greatest. He's the greatest. But that's like, wait, you won with. They never won. The, the most killer. lovable losers ever actually won, and you were in charge of it. You were the architect. And if anybody asks, they're going to say he's the best. That's the way. Uh, that's probably the way I would do it. Yeah, that's, that's the I mean. way I would do it. I just, I, just, I, just you, had, I just had the Rolodex to go back to who was who was the it, man before who won like eighty eight, who won like ten cha- championships with multiple teams as a, as an executive. But but you could but but you could just say that. I mean that's the one thing you could say. The appeal to Aaron Rodgers would be that. You could see Bart. You've always done the whole. He'll be in New York, the big market. You did the whole like like we'll get him on CBS, like whatever it is. That I don't I don't know how much he needs all that because he knows I could do that now. Like I don't need New York as a market to help me. I could go wherever I want now, and I'm my own market. Like I, I don't need it, right? But if you brought the legacy factor in and you told them the story of Theo Epstein, for instance. And you say, well, like, think about what he did and now how he's revered because you went to one place that they had the curse. Yeah. Like, they could never win. Things went against them. And obviously, the Aaron Boone home run. Like, it was yeah. just, you're never going to win. And they were down 0 3, and they came back and won. And then you left there and went to Chicago, a place that they never, ever won, and walked in that place, and then they won. That's special. Joe so for Aaron Rodgers, right that's what you sell. You sell the Aaron Rodgers, do what LeBron didn't want to do. Do what no one else could do. Do what no one but Joe Namath do what has Mello done. Do Melo couldn't do. I don't know about Melo. Well, I'm just win. saying, he like, put it, put it at that level do of what Patrick couldn't do. Do something oh. in yeah. this city that would change how people view you. Because you would come into a place with a with a franchise, not the Giants, a Jets franchise that everybody around the league looks at and goes, "Man, they they're always a mess, right? Always one, something always goes wrong." If you can win one, you can win two. So that's to me the way you sell it. I don't know if it'll appeal to them, but I think the chance is there for the Jets to do it. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Before we uh, get to some news. So uh, Giselle did uh, have a comment for Tom Brady after uh, he published a, he posted a video of his retirement on social media. And in the comment section, she said, wishing you only wonderful things in this new chapter of your life. It will be great without you. Thank you. I got a chill from that. Like, how cold is that? It's, it's cool. Hey, didn't need you to comment. It's my day. <laughs> Stay the hell up out of my, my, my shine. I'm out because I want to be out. Hey, guess what? Hey, hey, what's your what's, what's, what's old boy name? Uh, Kingsbury? I got a one-way ticket, too. Thailand. Holla. <laughs> Stay the hell out of my day. How about, how about quit stalking me and moving across the street from me, damn it? How about that? Get your own house. All these neighborhoods in, in, in Miami, you want to move next door to me, Kanye stalker. <laughs> Time now for Barton Hans. Told lunch you, money. lady, I ain't giving you the pipe no more. It's over. Presented by. I told uh, you, I count to 40 with two 25 <laughs> year olds. Goslings. Uh, so, Patrick Mahomes in a very interesting situation against the Eagles. And I'll tell you what, too. The Eagles were, let's see, they opened to pick them. And now there's small favorites over the Chiefs, right? In the Super Bowl. They should. They got it's actually game. on track to be one of the tightest lines in Super Bowl history. That's all Mahomes. And also, it's the first time. This is what I mean by, by Mahomes in rare situation. The first time he is ever a postseason underdog. No. That's, 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 that's rare. Because when you look at it, when you look at it, he's lost two Super Bowls. <laughs> you could look <laughs> at it that way, yeah. <laughs> It's so true. Somebody was wrong twice. I'll tell you what, though. Don't you think he has to win this one if he's going to climb his way? Like, think about it. Right after Brady's retirement, you win the Super Bowl and start to, like, make your case Damn him. for being the next one. Yeah. Brady went 10 years without winning another one. Well, I get it, but and he Andy did Reed, win a bunch early. And yeah, you got to get a bunch yeah. of them early to, like, get yourself on track. And don't, I don't you? Know, yeah, and I don't know how many he's going to win with Matt Nagy as his coach. No, that's the other thing. Is Andy Reid's <laughs> not getting any younger? That was a difference. Again, when, when Belichick and, was and there with Brady at the very beginning, he wasn't that old. He better slow down them hamburgers. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, that's Lunch Money, presented by Goslings. Want a reason to escape to Florida this winter? Our friends at Goslings Rum, the official rum of the Honda Classic PJ Tournament. They're giving away an amazing golf experience to one lucky winner. Go to goslingsgiveaway.com to learn more. Contest open to U.S. residents 21 over. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited for official rules. Visit Gosling's Giveaway. Uh, dot com. So yeah, the the, the gel, Giselle thing, very very chilly. But where does Brady go next, Bart? It's pretty clear, right? He's got the three hundred seventy five million dollar deal 
for 10 years with Fox. They've got the Super Bowl. Like, you got to believe they're going to try to figure out a way to work him into things. Mm-hmm. But what do you think? Because you had to make the transition, and you did it pretty quickly. You were you were there on CBS. You were right there uh, on the uh, the postgame show and the studio show. It's not an easy transition to go from a player, especially him at his status, and then now to be critical of players publicly. Because if he doesn't bring it, People are going to turn him fast. Like, I don't need you coming in here just no, going to no, be platitudes telling me how great everybody is. No, but You've got to be able to bring it. Here's the great thing about Tom Brady. The, what? The people that he really loved the most already retired a long time ago. You think so? Yeah, yeah. All the people he really cared about, these new dudes, he can connect with them. He don't give a hell about them. He can talk about them. He don't got no long history. They ain't like he, he, he retired and he talking about Peyton Manning. Like, who's his, who's his rival that's this big guy that he got to criticize that he's even been around that much? Mahomes? Like Jalen Hurts, he don't know him. He can care less about Jalen Hurts. They don't even listen to the same music. He don't care. So that's a good thing. Are you sure? Nah, Brady. Not, Brady gonna. I think Brady gonna keep it real. You think he's gonna be good? Yeah, I think it's gonna be important if if he has the same biting Lonesy, wit and the great perspective. As long as he ain't Drew Brees. Right, by the way, to uh, just to, to make it clear, because you just said said something before that that we all took notice of. You're predicting the Chiefs are losing the Super Bowl. No, I said I said the Eagles have the better team. No, but you you no, you said Mahomes has already lost two Super Bowls. Didn't he lose two? Oh, well, no, I'm sorry, he, he lost an AFC he, Championship last year. He's in his third, he, so he you're lost, saying he he's lost losing. To Brady. No, you predicted. We have you on record. Chiefs are losing. Okay. See you tomorrow, I got Bart. Fifty percent chance. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on ninety eight point seven ESPN.